Welcome everyone to Tapping Into Your Inner Inner Genius, The Power of Imagination. Hi, today Patty and I are excited to embark on a journey where we want to explore the first of six mental faculties called imagination. We've been granted six gifts at birth, just as unquestionably as we were given a body, breath, and spirit. And so we are here today to embrace these precious gifts that life has bestowed upon us and allow them to pave the way for a greatness-filled future. See, as young children, we ventured into a realm where we tried on possible futures. And we had fun doing that. We envisioned ourselves as perhaps musicians, ballerinas, I don't know, race car drivers or anything else we desired. We lived in a land of a free imagination that was vivid, bright, and exciting. However, as we progressed through our educational systems, our imagination, well, often became muted and in some ways trained out of us. Well, today we want to rekindle our inner creativity and unlock the limitless possibilities within our minds. Remember, the God in you is your imagination. And by imagination, all things were made. And without imagination was nothing, anything made that was made. I'm going to repeat this again. By imagination, all things were made. And without imagination was not anything made that was made. So you get to choose your thoughts and the images that you want to see or create. So imagination is a starting point of all creation. It starts with imagining great things for us and staying loyal to that unseen reality. And it will come to you because you and I become what we think about most of the time. And now, without further ado, I want to invite and welcome my coaching partner, Patty, to the call. Hello, my friend. How are you today? Hi, Felicia. And Hi. listening. <laughs> I'm doing great. So nice to be here with you today and everybody that's listening. Likewise. I mean, imagination is going to be one of the most important mental faculty that you and I were born with. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I I love starting with this one because, you know, everything first starts in thought and, yes, you know, and, and it's such a powerful faculty that um, I just don't think people understand it as power tool. No, no, they don't. And we're hoping that our podcasts, you know, over the, the months that we're going to be educating the people that are ready to change their lives, how important imagination really is. Because we're actually using our imagination every single day, but we're not using it in the proper way. We're using it to attract the things that we really don't want. So let's see if we can uh, shed some clarity as how to really use the power of our imagination. Yes. And, you know, before we get into this, I, I want to share something. And um, I know you're 
you've heard Bob Proctor say this before, but I think it so grounds this whole idea with the imagination. Yes. And he, he talks about how we're the only creatures on this earth that are disoriented in our own environment. You know, most creatures <laughs> blend in with their environment, yes. but we don't. And that's because we create our own environment. And that, I think that's such an important thing to ground is that we have been given the power to choose unlike any other creature on earth. And we've been given this amazing mental faculty called the imagination. But what's important is, we, and to what you were saying, Felicia, is it's how we use our imagination. Do we yes. use it in service of our growth and our movement mm -hmm. forward? Or do mm -hmm. we use it, you know, in a sense to keep us stuck? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it works two ways, doesn't it? Absolutely. So basically to create lasting changes, we must alter what's automatic in us, which are our beliefs and habits, which then translates to what? Our mindset. Mm -hmm. And so how, we, how you see yourself is vital. When you change the concept of yourself, you change your world as you know it because everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. See your attitude must be in harmony with your goal. So if you want it to occur out there, whatever it is that you want, it must be your, I am, I am healthy. I am successful. I am unstoppable. I am financially free. Or I am at my ideal weight, and so on and so forth. As you imagine, you are. And, and to your point, Patty, and guess who gets to decide that? You do. That is your most potent and influential ability. So if you don't like what's happening in the outer world, change what's happening inside. Change what you believe. Change what you think habitually. And let's not blame the circumstance or condition. Blame the pattern, belief system, and habits that dictate our daily decision-making. See, when we change how we see ourselves, you change your life. What you believe to be true is what you will experience. So the meaning you give to it determines the vibratory state in your life. So what meaning do you give to what you want to attract into your personal experience? Because everything is energy, right? We live in a world of resonance. And so the thing that you want to manifest vibrates at its frequency. So harness that power of resonance and align yourself with the frequencies of your desires. Because your reality mirrors your inner state. And guess what? You and your world are one. So one last thing I want to say is, is this. Change how you see yourself. Start living with the new concept, the new you, if you will. And allow the way you see the new you to become your norm. Because the outer world will always, always reflect what's happening in your inner world. You see, where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. Based on what? Based on what's been happening in your subconscious. That's filled with the patterns, 
I come back to this, belief systems and habits that are shielding us from our desires. So what matters then is what you do. Your awareness increases as you apply and practice what you know. So claim your power by choosing your thoughts and what you usually think about. See, the reason things stay the same is because of your mindset. And to help that along is, is, is having a clear goal in mind and keeping it at the forefront of your mind. Focus your attention on your destination and visualize it as a mental image. This is where your imagination kicks in. Use it to bring forth your greatest desire. And using the power of your imagination, guess what? You transform your ideas into reality. Because everything you do or don't do is motivated by a feeling. So what causes a feeling? It's how you think. It's the thought patterns in you. And here's a quote by Albert Einstein, where he says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly, but expecting different results. Okay. So, and, and I know, Patty, you and I know of this quote uh, mm-hmm. very well. So, yeah, Patty, over to you. I mean, imagination is everything, everything. And we have to start learning how to use it in a, for our benefit, to attract the things we want and not the things we don't want. Absolutely. And it's funny, Felicia, when you were saying you were going to quote an Albert Einstein quote, mm. I was laughing because I was going to start with an Albert Einstein quote. And I was <laughs> wondering if you were going to read this one. And I thought, oh, that would be so funny. So, and, but, and I'm going to add on to another quote that he did that he yes. said that I think is powerful as well. Um, and he talks about imagination specifically. And he says, Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. And I love that because, you know, as you were saying, everything first starts in thought. And think about it. We are creative beings. Yes. And therefore, we create our own world that Mm -hmm. we want to live in. Because we've been given these creative tools, which is what we're going to be talking about in the next you know, few months, these amazing mental faculties. And imagination is the beginning because that's where we create. And it's interesting, you know, when I work with clients and I, I think always a good place to start is to ask yourself, and, you know, I know we both use this question, what would I love? Mm-hmm. And I find when I ask people that, that I've been working with that are, say, in their midpoint of life, what would you love? Almost every time the question, it, it gets answered back to me with a question. And the question, it, and actually, no, not with a question. It comes back to me with what they don't want. And I realize that when you ask kids that question, they can tell you what they what they love. They can tell you what they want. Mm-hmm. They have this huge, they use that imagination, you know, the way it's meant to be used. But yet, I don't think people use that imagination the same way. And so they haven't come from that place of what would I love? Instead, they know what they don't want. And it's it's fine to know what you don't want, but how can you move towards something that's unclear? 
And so it's about learning to tap into that imagination. And I always look at, remember when we, you were a young child and you played make-believe? Think yeah. About that. You were using your imagination mm-hmm. and, and it tapped into your creativity, right? And it, it got you to like, think of all of these possibilities and it really allows you to dream and discover this side of you, right? With this like abandon and freedom to just put on possibilities. And so it's kind of like when you look at a white canvas that, you know, hasn't been painted yet. Right. And you're going to create something or even say you're creating a PowerPoint. Right. And it's like, okay, what am I going to put in this PowerPoint? You know, but you're coming from this place of what am I trying to do here? Who am I trying to, you know, like, what's the message I'm trying to get out there? And I feel like when you look at your life and if you're not happy with your results in some Mm -hmm. area to say, okay, up until now, this is where I've been and I feel stuck. But instead of getting so stuck and I don't know what to do, start asking yourself, well, what would I love? What kind of results would I love to create? Because it's, it's learning how to tap into that creative side. Because, you know, we've got two, our imagination has two forms. We have our creative imagination and we have our synthetic imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's two different ways we can use it. Our synthetic imagination is taking something that already is and improving on it. Like, look at um, the chair. You know, there, there was a chair to sit in. And then mm-hmm. they, they turn them into babies need a high chair, right? It's a chair to support them. They have car seats, you know, they've created, you know, couches and love seats, you know, there's so many versions of chairs, right? And that's using your synthetic imagination. So there's, how can we improve upon maybe something in our life that's good, but now it's like, you know, you're kind of getting settled in. How can I make it better? What would I love? Or Maybe it's just starting from scratch going, I need a fresh start. I want to do something different. What are some possibilities? And, but think about it. When you come from that place of when you were a child and you use your imagination for that place of possibility and, and almost it's fantasy because you're making it up. It's, it's, it really isn't. It's all made up fantasy until it becomes a reality. There's nothing yes. wrong with dreaming. I think when we're young, you know, that people want you to dream when you're little, oh, play make-believe. And then all of a sudden people are saying, get real, stop daydreaming. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's, yes, you don't want to just dream and do nothing because you need to act, but you, it doesn't mean to turn off that part of you because it really, imagination is about putting on possibilities. Don't you agree? Oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the fact that you're saying that, um, I'm remembering uh, a situation that I lived and I I just want to share briefly and just to show the power of our imagination. Because I know, I know, Patty, that everything that you will ever be, do or have good and bad is born in your imagination. And we know this. So Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is let your imagination run wild. What Patty's saying as well. So creative imagination is your ability to receive new thoughts. That's how new thoughts come in, ideas and insights from infinite intelligence. So what happened with me uh, a couple of years ago when I was still working, I uh, I had worked so many years, I don't know, two decades. And uh, one day out of the blue, I come across this, this posting and it caught my eye and I pulled the posting off the, the bulletin board. In those days, everything was paper on the bulletin board. I have to give away my age. I don't want to give my way, but that's the way it was. So um, I'm reading the posting and 
something in me shifted right then and there. As I'm reading the posting, I'm getting excited. I'm saying, mm, mm, my heart is filled with butterflies. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm loving what I'm reading. And then what seems to be long, it was just seconds. And then as soon as those few seconds passed, then the voice in the head came in. The pattern in me came up. My, my way of seeing life came up and said, uh-uh, check out the criteria. You're missing that one and that one. So stop reading the posting. You haven't got a chance. But because in that moment, I was so filled with joy. I don't know what happened. I was one with who I am at my core. I didn't give that voice a chance. I immediately tossed it out and I continued focusing on the posting. And I said, I want this job. So what did I do? And not knowing what I know today, because as you evolve and as you go through challenges in life, you become more and more aware. But I guess intuitively, I said to myself, I'm going for that position. So the interviews were happening three weeks after. So what do I do for those three weeks without, I don't know where it came from. I guess I'm going to come back and say intuitively. I know that we're going to talk about intuition next month, but intuitively, I started seeing myself in that position. That position was a director, but not just a director in the company, director for the whole province. And in the whole province, it would be five of us. And our boss, our immediate boss would be the VP of the company. So this was really big. And I'm thinking, I want it. Yeah, but, yeah, but, and I'm thinking, doesn't matter. So the whole three weeks, I became the person. I started using my imagination. I acted as if I was already there. I heard myself speak with colleagues, you know, supervisors, other managers, whatever. I had a vivid picture in my mind and I lived it for the whole three weeks. I was excited and I didn't say anything to anyone because I had colleagues at my level who had everything the posting required. So I zipped, but I acted and I dreamt about it and I thought about it. I use my imagination fully. I don't know where I got the strength then. I wish I could be like this every day. I'd have everything I want, but we're human. And of course, from time to time, we're going to slip. So what happened was when I went to the interview and I was being interviewed by a panel of three, they looked at me. They knew I didn't have everything, but they still gave me an opportunity to speak, to see what I had to say. And at the end of mm -hmm. the interview, I shook their hands and I said, given the opportunity not only will this province be the best province across Canada, but we're going to be number one several times. That's going to be my aim. And I left. I don't know. I just felt so empowered. Mm. When uh, two weeks went by and everybody had their interviews, I got the job. The reason I'm sharing this story is if I would have let the old pattern in me dictate my life, the minute I saw that I was missing the criteria, I would have said, I don't stand a chance like most people do. And I would have chucked the posting. Your imagination, who you are at your core, your spirit, your omnipresence, you're, you're everywhere, everywhere at the same time. You have so much power that if you use your imagination the correct way, there's nothing that you cannot have. And I worked there for five years until I decided that I wanted to take early retirement because now I was open to other ideas. So I just wanted to share this little story, how powerful the imagination is. And now 
as I we bring this in for a landing, I'm going to go back to my fellow coach, Patty, for her last words or anything she wants to share in regards to this beautiful, I love this mental faculty, the imagination. Yes. <laughs> I love it too. I love it. And I love that story you gave. I've got a couple similar stories like that. And it is amazing because it's such a reminder. I love that you brought that story up, Felicia, <laughs> because th- there's a quote um, by Linda Naiman. I'm saying her name right. And she says, developing our imagination, the language of the soul allows spirit to work through us as we answer our calling. And I love that because you know, remember, this is a powerful mental faculty and used correctly. It's meant to help us move ourselves forward. And when it comes to limitation, you know, we create our own limitations in our mind, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're Mm -hmm. using our imagination almost against ourselves instead of for ourselves. So that's why you've got to be very aware of how you're thinking and how you're using the way you think. And the good news about, you know, when you have create these boundaries and limitations, when it comes to your vision of what you would love is that it really, those boundaries and limitations don't exist unless you actually believe they do. So when you start, and it's really about just being aware, notice what you're noticing. If -hmm. you're not loving how you're feeling about something, or it's making you feel like you're going down a rabbit hole, it's time to just use this, this powerful tool that you and I know, you know, have learned ourselves, which is notice what you're noticing and stay up until now, maybe that's what's been happening, or maybe that's the way I've chosen to think about things, but not anymore. Because what did you say in your story is you got so focused on what you wanted and you just, you didn't look at the limitations and boundaries. You looked at just, this is what I'm doing. And that's the whole thing. Focus on your imagination, focus on what you want. And you're going to use that imagination in service of your vision and dreams. We focus forward and focus on what you want and not what you don't want. Focus on what you want. And it doesn't mean that you're not real about, okay, this could happen and this could happen, but you're not focused on it. You're aware of it. You're moving forward. But what can I, you know that, what can I do from where I am with what I have? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have conditions. There's some there may be some boundaries, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to focus on the boundaries. I'm going to focus on what can I do? Because there's always an action. There's always a new way you can look at something, a new way you can learn about something. But it's about using your imagination for you instead of against you. I think that's, to me, that was one of the biggest things when I really started studying this as a yes. just understanding that these are faculties and tools. They're mm-hmm. power tools. But we've got to learn how to work them in service of what we want instead mm-hmm. of against ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. what worry does. When we worry about things, we're using our imagination against ourselves. Wouldn't you agree? My God, absolutely. Spot on, Patty. You know, there's a great quote by Napoleon Hill where he says, the creative imagination is a faculty through which hunches and inspiration come. And it's what you, you just said. You, you have to fall in love with whatever it is that you want. What would I love? Not what do I think I can have, but what would I love? And in that moment, I absolutely love the opportunity to be the director for my province. It just sounded nice. The ring was, I couldn't help myself. I just saw myself there. I mean, I, I visualized my office in my mind, the big robust desk, the bulky chair, the books, the people coming in. I mean, a, a video, a movie in my mind. And the results were exactly what I imagined. So 
that interview, Patty, was just a formality because in my mind, I already had the job yeah. and that's all I'm going to say. But with that, as we end today's podcast, I want to leave our listener with this prov- profound statement, the, the ultimate question. The question isn't what do you think you can create? The only right question is what would you love to create? Let your deepest desires and passions guide your creative journey. So thank mm. you. I thank love you very that. Much. Isn't that I a love great that. thing thank to leave you. our listeners with? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Felicia, t- the way you described your story just now about yes. big chair and all that, yeah. I think it's important to point out because you, it's like there was an emotion around all that too. It wasn't just the picture. <laughs> yes. The way you're describing it, you could feel your energy. And I think it's important to understand that you get the picture and then you emotionalize it. Like, how would you feel? Um, Earl Nightingale says, whatever we plan in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. And I so felt that the way you just described. That's exactly how I felt, Patty. Something that became a reality to you. So I I mean, I think it's just, it's such a good note to end on. And I'm so glad you shared that story. Oh, you're very welcome. I hope it uh, can help our listeners or our viewers, I should say, or listeners. (laughs) So with that said, (laughs) Uh, Patty, uh, thank you so much um, for today's uh, segment. And uh, I want to say a huge thank you as well to our dear listeners. Grateful for your insightful contribution, my friend. And look forward to our next episode where we will continue to provide you with enlightening insights. And your support means so much to us. So we invite you to stay tuned for what's to come. And until then, I wish you love and light wherever you are. Absolutely. Everybody have an amazing, amazing week ahead and start using your imagination in service of what you would love. Have a great week.